last episode of the Online Efiko podcast, we explored four of my top 10 principles of effective presentations and public speaking. Today, we will focus on a number of these principles as we continue our series on public speaking and presentation skills. My name is Omag Bishere Baru, and you are welcome to the Online Efiko podcast. The next principle of effective presentations and public speaking that I would like to share with you is principle number five, that you should connect with your audience. Connecting with your audience is an important part of effective presentations. Establishing the connection begins even before the presentation itself, from the time you start designing and developing the content to when you deliver the presentation. Carrying out an audience analysis to understand your audience's needs and preferences, learning more about them and the organization so that you can use language and references that are relevant, and even getting to the venue early and making small talk before the presentation begins are powerful ways to connect with your audience. Next is one of my favorite principles and one that is at the very core of most of the other techniques that I'll be sharing with you throughout this series on presentation and public speaking skills. It is principle number six, the primacy and recency effect. When you present, I will encourage you to always adopt a structure that begins with a statement of what you intend to say and what you expect from the audience, that then moves on to provide details in the middle and ends with a summary of all the things you have said and a clear call to action. This is because of what we call the primacy and recency effect, the fact that people tend to remember what they are told at the beginning and what they are told at the end. Therefore, in presenting, you should always tell them what you want to tell them first, then tell them in the middle, and then tell them what you have told them at the end. In American, they say, you gotta tell them what you wanna tell them, and then you tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. This is the secret to delivering a concise and articulate presentation. And I, like I said, it is at the core of all of the amazing techniques that I will be sharing with you during the remainder of this series. The next principle I would like to share with you is principle number seven that you should learn to use influence in your presentations. You see, when presenting to an audience, one of your goals is to get them to do something. To achieve this, you can use some of what we call the principles of influence to get your audience connected to your message. Let me share with you very quickly three of such principles of influence. The first is called the principle of scarcity. You see, when people engage to, when we engage people to get them to buy something, to participate in something or to approve something, 
It's very common that we talk about the benefits of our proposition in terms of what people stand to gain. And this is quite normal. Now, the principle of scarcity, on the other hand, that fits well into the economist's definition of value, challenges us not to focus on what the benefits would be, but actually what people stand to lose, what economists call the opportunity cost. Because sometimes it is in that opportunity cost what you stand to lose that you see the biggest value. Let's say, for example, um, you get a message from your human resources manager and he, she says or he says that um, if you participate in this training, you will develop your skills in so-so and so way. And that's very good. She is articulating for you the benefits of participating in the training. However, think about the level of turnout she would get if she said, if you do not participate in this training, you will not be paid your salary this month. Aha! That is the principle of scarcity. Showing people what they stand to lose by not agreeing to your proposition and then using that as the basis to influence them. The second, remember I promised three of these principles, is the principle of authority. Now, all of us know that authority figures not only inspire people, but also encourage them to do things that they perhaps never really wanted to do. So take, for example, you use references from an authority figure, like quoting a famous person, an influential leader, um, an influencer, as, as we call it these days, or a book, or even presenting your experience and qualifications in a way that conveys you as an authority. Now, all of these things can help get you to influence your audience better. You would agree with me that being an authority in a particular field will enhance the impact of your presentations. So, for example, if I tell you that research from the World Bank, from Harvard Business School, and from uh, McKinsey Research suggests that you should do ABC, you will find that many people in the audience will be wooed and will completely agree to my proposition just because I have called the names of McKinsey, um, Harvard Business School, and the World Bank. The principle, my dear friends, of authority. The third principle of influence I would like to explore with you is called the principle of consensus. I have found that human beings tend to be gregarious in nature. That is, they tend to take decisions based on what their peers or people that they respect are doing. If you therefore want to tap into this gregarious nature, you can apply the principle of consensus by letting your audience know that their peers have been similarly convinced of your proposition. For example, during a presentation to parents, a class teacher can inform the parents about how parents in other schools participate in after-school projects. All of this as a means to getting them to buy into their after-school projects. One thing I must say 
is that these principles of influence, authority, scarcity, and consensus should be used carefully, as there is a very thin line between being a person of influence, which is what I want you to be, and being arrogant, cocky, or even deceitful. I always remark that these same principles are taught and applied by fraudsters, what in Nigeria we call 419ers, or what most people call con artists, scammers, or swindlers. If you think about it, you will see that such people use these same principles, telling you that the looted funds in the foreign bank accounts of some dead African dictator needs to be repatriated quickly. Remember the principle of scarcity. Or they show you pictures with a leading and respected member of your faith community to convince or to trick you into believing that that person that you admire has made an investment in some fraudulent scheme. Here they are combining authority and consensus. I encourage you, therefore, to use and incorporate these principles of influence into the design and delivery of your presentations, but only in an ethical manner. The seven principles of effective presentation and public speaking skills that I have explored with you have had such a great influence in my life and the work that we do at Learning Impact Nigeria. As I have taught them to many other professionals and leaders over the years, I have watched their presentation skills flourish. We will conclude on the principles of effective presentations in the next episode of the online EFICO podcast. Until then, keep learning, keep growing, and keep getting better with the online EFICO. We also have courses on a broad range of useful subjects available at www.onlineethico.com. So please visit us and start learning right away.